This is Shack Talk, presented by Eskimo Ice Fishing Gear and hosted by Kyle Agri and Anthony Kleinwachter. Turn up your speakers, grab your gear, and hit the ice with us as we talk ice fishing. Come on in and grab a bucket. We are talking ice fishing. Kyle Agri, Anthony Kleinwachter, we are your hosts, and this is Shack Talk Ice Fishing Podcast. We're here at Eskimo World Headquarters, Cumberland, Wisconsin, and it's, it's so exciting, just the anticipation of the upcoming ice season. I'm sure, maybe not everybody, but a majority of the folks listening to Shack Talk Podcast have seen the, the social media posts, the social media chatter, the, the new website. If you haven't, GetEskimo.com. I mean, go there and check it out. It's the time of the year when we're, we, we don't have ice yet, but we're talking about ice fishing. We're anticipating it. We're excited about it. And for all of us gearheads, it's what's new. What is new in the world of ice fishing? What's new in the world of what are we going to have for toys out on the ice this year? And, and we've got the guy himself straight from Eskimo here, Matt Halverson. And Matt, just maybe I'll have you tell a little bit of your background, but I kind of feel like we're going to get the play-by-play today <laughs> of new products from Eskimo Ice Fishing Gear. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on, guys. I'm excited to be here. Um, there's definitely nothing like the anticipation of ice fishing season. It just gets me all riled up. just does. Um, but yeah, some of my background, um, I come from sports TV. If you're anywhere uh, near the Duluth, Minnesota area or Superior, Wisconsin, um, I was a, a sports anchor for a long time on... Uh, a local news station up there uh, for about seven and a half years. I worked in sports TV, and uh, now I'm with Eskimo, um, doing some marketing and a whole other work, whole bunch of different hats. Um, but I do a lot of the content and uh, a lot of the stuff behind the scenes for the new products. And uh, we've got a really exciting lineup this year of things that we think uh, make a difference for ice fishermen. That's what we're doing, right? Like that's I, right. I think if you're looking at new ice fishing gear, you want stuff that's gonna, you know make your day easier so you can enjoy the ice, right? That's our slogan, enjoy the ice. And that's pretty intentional because it's about just that. I mean, you want to make the most of your time out there. I mean, honestly, growing up, one of the things that um, I would always think about is, man, I only get so much time to be out here. You want to make the most of up, most of it. And it's, it's about doing everything you can to make sure everything goes right on that day. And I think a lot of this gear that we have, does just that. I mean, there's some problems that we've solved and it's exciting. So Matt, I'm 53 years old and I still think that way. I only have so much time out of the ice. Like <laughs> yes. I, and I always say, I, I probably fish more than I deserve, but it's never enough. Yeah. And I agree. You're right. This, this stuff is cool. Well, and we talked about it today. Um, not everybody has all of these items in stock at your local stores or wherever you might be living. And so we hope to talk to you about some of these products, the new products that you might not be able to touch or feel, but might be available for purchase on our website. Or, you know, we want to tell you the ins and outs on what the new products are so that you can experience it through us, um, be able to go out there and and find these new products and, and get them in your hands because we're really excited for them. And to Matt's point, we want to make your day out on the ice better. And if we can do that with some new gear, Merry Christmas to you, right? Everybody loves new gear. Everybody <laughs> loves. I'm a gearhead. I really am. It's it's one of the things that I, I I always am thinking about. Well, what as I'm out on the ice, what what could be better? What what could make this experience better? And that I think that same sentiment is really what drives a lot of the folks here at Eskimo, and and specifically the design team and the engineers and and the people that make these products happen. One of the things too, I think I totally agree, Kyle. And one of the things 
that I think is so fascinating fascinating about ice fishing specifically is it is such it can be as gear driven as you want it to be but really a lot of what people do is like okay this gear is going to take me in this direction to do this different thing not everybody's doing the same thing and so so much of it is driven by what gear you're out there with now it doesn't have to be the latest greatest it's fanciest you can be out there in a, with a bucket and whatever rod you've got and have an awesome time you know you just got to get through the ice somehow but it's uh it's super exciting because I think ice fishing specifically is so so gear oriented and uh, everyone part of the fun is like you know everyone kind of tweaks even like we we get these really fascinating messages from people who will you know have one of our flip over shacks and uh, they've you know decked it out and done all these sort of different customizations and it's like wow like we would have never thought to do this and some of it's like okay maybe we're thinking about doing this but uh um, we get some awesome inspiration from that. And even just like you go on some of the Facebook forums with some of the gear that people have taken from us or just any ice fishing gear. And it's so fascinating to see. I mean, you don't really get that with open water fishing. You don't get that. Well, maybe not necessarily with hunting. Um, and with ice fishing, it's just a bunch of tinkerers, I feel like. And we're, we're tinkerers here at Eskimo. We have people here who are literally just tinkering. I was just going to say. Every single a, day. This there's is our a full-time job. team of engineers, a team of product testers and development, and a lot of thought goes into all of these products. It's not like something they just think of, okay, let's do that. Let's get it, right. you know, production and, and make it. No, things get produced. We get samples. We get to send them out to our pro staff team, our guides, test them out, um, put them through the ringer because we want it to be, you know, that great of a product when it gets into your hands. Yeah, and one of the things, like one of our pro staffers, uh, just uh, thinking of this off the top of my head, Justin Sofa, he guides up on Lake Ogebic, and uh, he's like, well, if you think something's indestructible, you got to leave with me for a couple days. Because, I mean, right? if you've ever been to, like, Lake Ogebic, they're, they got slush up there. I mean, they're using nothing but long track machines, and he is hard on gear. It's like, okay, if our gear can make it through that, I think we can stand behind it. Absolutely, <laughs> so, right? It's tried yeah. and true out on the ice. Let's... Let's just jump through some of our new products here. Okay. And Matt, I know you've got um, one of the ones that we, we talked about doing first, but I'm, I'm just going to throw this out and we don't spend a lot of time on it. But, you know, our opening uh, slogan here on Shack Talk is grab a bucket. <laughs> grab a bucket, have a seat. We're talking ice fishing, right? And guess what? Eskimo's got a bucket. We've waited so long for said bucket. It's plaid. It had to be plaid. Absolutely. Um, we do have a bucket. Check it out. If you're at uh, any of the uh, ice fishing shows like St. Paul, for example, there's going to be buckets there. So uh, grab a bucket. I love it. It brings <laughs> fill it up And fill it up with all the new gear, the new accessories. Um, I'm really excited for kind of one of the first ones. I'll let Matt introduce it and we'll, we'll dive into it. Just want to note, it is a six gallon bucket also. <laughs> huge well that's important bucket. right yeah it is it's it's just kind of a, a funny thing around here but actually it is nice to have a six gallon yeah bucket. It, is. It, it holds just like you know another gallon but uh anyways yeah let's dive in guys um so let's start uh we've got a bunch of apparel here but i think the one that we worked a lot on especially we have our own apparel designers here um at eskimo and uh, we went through many rounds with this specific item, and that is the keeper gloves and the keeper mitts. Now, the keeper gloves, they're going to come with a wool liner included in it, so you can wear it with the liner, without the liner. You know, if you're fishing outside, we're thinking, okay, you don't want to wear a big, heavy mitt. You're fishing outside the whole time. Some people do, some people don't. So now you have the option to wear a liner, and uh, we've taken a step towards basically making this a very high-performance um, type of glove. This is a glove that's going to be the warmest glove we've ever made. It's, uh, it's, 
we worked really hard on the fit. We went through multiple rounds, actually many rounds, of trying to get this one right. And I think we've we've really got it. There's a snot wiper on it, Terry Cloth, because we all know that we need that. You gotta have that when you're on the ice, <laughs> right? I mean, seriously, it's the truth. And what's the what's the biggest nemesis of ice anglers? It's cold, cold fingers, yeah. right? You can't you can't tie, you can't operate your reel, you can't. There's just so many things you can't do, and so a good glove is invaluable when you hit the ice. Right. And I think there's there's a big thing around here. We talk about this when we're testing stuff, and it's okay. We got to get this to this person because this person's a glove person and this person's a mitt person. It's almost like there's two different camps. Yep. You've got your glove folks and you've got your mitt folks. Um, so we've got one for for each. Are you are you guys what, glove yeah, what folks? Yeah, I was. I'm sitting here looking at you guys, thinking, I wonder which you guys are. I'm a, I'm a mitt guy. Are you? I'm a glove guy. Yeah, I am. And and even like. To, to me, what I love about the keeper system, and because it, it's really a system, right? It's two gloves. It's the liner and it's the outer insulated layer. And the outer insulated layer, I'm, I think, you know, when I'm cruising across the lake in the snowmobile, when I'm, when I'm riding on an ATV out on the ice and, and I need to have that warmth and that wind protection, that's my go-to. I want to have that on. Probably when I'm running an auger as well. But when it comes yeah, down to the, to the nitty-gritty about actually fishing, I'm going to probably take those outer layers off and just fish with the, the wool liner. But to me, having the dexterity of your fingers and the ability to push buttons and, and operate the, the, the controls on my sled or ATV, I, I want to have gloves. Yeah, and I would say I'm a mitt guy. Um, I like to have gloves on, a thin layer glove, whether it's a liner glove or you know, one of the lockout gloves that we have. Um, you know, having something small, tight, dexterity, so that you can still do what you're doing. But for me, it, it's having that mitt because then – I know that if I put my hand in there, it's going to warm up fast. And, you know, I'm one of those guys I'll take and put a hand warmer in there. And I was just talking to one of the guys today that I think is a really good tip. Instead of putting hand warmers in your gloves, use a toe warmer. There's adhesive on the backside. It sticks up to the top of the mitt, and it's not getting in the way of your fingers when your hands are in your gloves. So a little little trip trick for you guys out there is use the toe oh. warmers in your gloves i like that i like that because then yeah it's you know it's right on the fingertips you know you, you say you know you're setting a tip up or something or you're outside you're catching a fish your hand gets cold your hand gets wet you need to get it back in there and all you can think about is okay please warm up my hand now um huge yeah um so this is definitely the warmest um hand where we've ever made and i think one of the things that we thought about when we were making this because it is so important because it is the first thing to get cold yep. is your hands so People on, you know, these slogans people have, it's, you know, you got to invest in nice shoes and a nice bed because that's where you're going to spend the most time on your feet and sleeping and ice fishing. To me, the thing is your hands. That's right. It's like, if, if you're going to pick one thing to invest in keeping your hands warm is, I don't know if, unless obviously, you know, some people are only in the shack and everybody fishes a different way. But, um, to me, even a your snowmobile ride, AP, ATV ride, actually, um, I've been snow dogging a little bit over the past season. You want gloves for that. So um, so yeah. does that mean you're a glove guy or a mitt guy? I am a mitt guy at well, because most things it's just a throttle that you're running. So I can <laughs> yeah. get away with the mitt on that. But uh, I mean, there's a time and place for gloves, definitely. And I think everyone's in their own, their own camp and has their own, like the gloves I can see, you know, the dexterity is kind of nice too. But uh, anyways, yeah, the, the gloves we are, we are really excited about. They're, they're the nicest gloves we have made their they come on and off really nice nice that's one of the things we focused on is okay you know sometimes when you take a glove off you know you can kind of feel the liner and the different layers kind of pull out especially if your hand is wet or maybe it doesn't uh feel just quite right when you're 
and you're you know scrunching your hand in and out or something, or you're grabbing something, and uh, we it is is you know is those sound like little silly details, but it's the stuff that our apparel designers are really working hard on, and uh, I I think we have a really awesome uh, glove here and mitt. The integrity of the glove, the insulation, and the liner all working together is huge. And something I think a lot of ice fishermen forget about. Like, you know, people don't, you know, we like the, the fun gadgets, like the hard goods and all that stuff. And I feel like gloves and stuff like that, like that's important stuff. And I think sometimes it gets overlooked. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to have it. Like we, we've talked about, you know, your hands get cold and whatnot. I'll bring, I'll bring my gloves in every night and, you know, I've got the glove and boot dryer that the, the one you buy down at the, you know, sporting goods store or, or your favorite, uh, whatever you wherever you buy your sporting goods stuff. Right. And it's got the, the two shoots for your boots. Awesome. It's got the two shoots for your gloves. And the first things to go on there are the gloves, because if they're not dry in the morning, you know, if you've perspired or anything the day before, if they're not a hundred percent dry, um, you know, you're setting yourself off on the wrong foot. Uh, but you have those gloves dry and ready to go. And I mean, it's like game on for the day. Yeah. We also, um, just one more quick thing on those, they are available in youth as well, because uh, what we like to say around here is warm kids are happy kids. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's uh, Gloves and Myth. Super excited about those. What are we looking at next? Because we're going to move right down the line here. we got a few other things to talk about. And uh, I see that, you know, Matt's got his computer up here, and he's got all the, the new products, and he's kind of... Sh- shifting back and forth between some of the pages and I I can see the next one up here and uh, Matt what are we looking at well well, there's also a bunch of other other new apparel as well Uh, a couple new hoodies of course the ugly fishmas sweater 2023 a uh, a favorite of many but uh, shelters I think is one a lot of people like to go towards Um, and this is kind of a unique shelter a unique size um, that we're doing this year it's called the escape 2000 in addition the fourth addition to the Escape lineup. We've already got the uh, Escape 2400 with the bench seat, and then, of course, the 2600 and the 2800, which are going to have storm shield fabric and be the really heavy, really large, you know, uh, top-of-the-line uh, flip-over shacks. And the Escape 2000 kind of falls somewhere in between. We call it the fishes one- to two-person. So we like to say big fishability meets portability with this shack. It is our pullable Escape shelter because i mean it is tough i mean if you look at some of those bigger escape shelters those are heavy shacks and uh, not everybody's pulling those out I, I mean those are those are really built the, especially the 2600 and 2800 to be towed behind a machine but the escape 2000 i i had the we were shooting you know photos and gathering content of this last season and i was able to pull it around we were chasing down some crappies on a photo shoot and it's a pullable flip over shack it uses uh, a similar sled to like the wide one XR that we have, the one man shelter, except it's turned 90 degrees. So it's flipping over like a flip over shack instead of the one man where it goes straight down over, um, you know, the side you're pulling it from, if that makes any sense. Um, it's still got all the, the same features of some of the other shacks. It does have a bench seat, uh, which folds up and down. It's got IQ fabric, um, so insulated fabric, uh, insulated quilted Um got the side doors the true side doors as we like to call it because um to really get the effect of a side door i think and this is something our engineers have gone back and forth on and tried multiple different renditions of if you look at the side doors themselves on escape shelters they come extremely tight to the frame as they come back towards the shelter right next to the seat so you can truly you know you open that zipper up and you're putting your boot outside right away 
and you're going to go straight past your your boots and your holes, your gear. I mean, everybody's got so much equipment on the ice, ice if it's, you know, extra hole for forward-facing sonar, stuff like that. Plenty of room out there. Uh, this is a great father-son shack or, you know, parent-child shack or whatever it may be. It's it's uh, it's a unique size, and I think um, it's going to be interesting because anyone who's currently use a, using a one-person shelter, I think – may drift towards this one a little bit. I was just going to say, this is going to be like the ultimate one-man shack. Right. You get the, the fishability of a, a two-man shack, but the weight and the portability of a one-man shack. And so I know a lot of the guys on the staff are excited to use it for their for their one-man shack. But it's the versatility, I think, that adds the extra layer to the Escape 2000 because you can bring along that kid you want to take out fishing with the bench seat, you're going to both fit on it. It's it's going to give you those other options. So you've got the individual one-man fishability, but you've got the flexibility to, to bring another person along. You know, and I, I think something that's important to, to bring up is, is the whole escape side door concept. Eskimo is the first to design side doors right. in flip shacks some 10, 12 years ago. They were ahead of their time. It didn't really catch on at the time. I mean, they they had it for a few years, and it was kind of like they were they were so forward thinking. It it didn't really catch on, and and now we know that it has. It's the kind of the standard in the industry, and and the Escape series, which is new just a few years ago, um, brought back a, a, an enhanced design on the side doors. Absolutely, the whole frame that goes into that that makes that possible, where you've got the two extending parts that, that kind of leave the front entirely vertical. The shape of that as well is super intentional where we've got a basically vertical front on the escape shelters. So, and that's really because, you know, when you're putting a heater in a shack, you don't want to put it underneath fabric, right? So you can hug that heater right up into the corner and you're still, you've got the vertical front, you've got hooks at space and the tallest part of our shelter is right in the middle where you're going to be standing up. All of that is super intentional. And, uh, Really, so the, the Escape 2000 specifically is the 20 square feet of fishable area, and you're going to be able to get the most out of that. You're going to be able to set all the gear up you need in that space, right, in this size shelter, um, and still be able to bypass all of that when you step out that door. So I, we, we're really happy with uh, the design, and, and I think this size is something that's going to be unique and, and definitely appeal, especially to the one-man crowd. Um, I think uh, it, it'll be interesting to see um, how this is used, honestly. It could be two people. You know, two large adults is probably going to be a little tight in this shelter. Yep. But um, if it's two smaller adults, if it's a parent and a child, or the ultimate one man. Um, and he, here's what something I learned today that just turned the light bulb on in my head. So let's say let's say I've got an Escape 2000 and Anthony has an Escape 2000. You can turn them sideways in the box of a pickup, and they'll slide between the wheel wells in your pickup box. And you can actually put two of them in there in the right. pickup box. So now we don't have to be constrained by one shack if the two of us want to hit the ice on a day. We, we can put both of those in the back of the pickup. We can go on out. We can pull them out onto the ice, early ice, or at any time in the year, and away we go. We're doing our thing. Well, I think the size of the shack, too, with a little bit smaller sled, you know, built off the, the wide 1XR size sled, you know, you can throw that in the back seat of a car. You can throw it, you know, in the back end of an SUV very easily and still be able to have your sled to be able to pull your stuff out. To me, that's the ultimate, right, is being able to to not have to have a pickup box or something large to be able to, to put your shack in to be able to get out to the ice. 
That's a huge deal because I think, you know, everyone's got a different type vehicle and the Escape 2000, I mean, you're going to throw that in the back of an SUV, no problem. Easy. And, and it's very light too, 80 pounds, um, which, you know, it's a flip over shack. You know, you're, you're not, it's not like an ultralight by any means, but uh, by, by like, you know, full grade flip over shelter standards, that's quite light. Um, and then there's two other features. I know this is, I don't want to bore people with, you know, these little details, but this is stuff that our engineers think about when they're designing these shelters. Uh, the height of the windows. So if you'll notice, there are very wide um, kind of straight line windows that go on all sides. And those are purposefully put at what we think is about the average height where someone is sitting on the seat inside the shelter so they can see all around them. That's, of course, for set lines, tip ups, eye fish pros, jaw jackers, whatever you're using in your area. Fish traps. Fish traps. <laughs> was that from last season? That was from last season. Oh, shout out yes. to Richard, <laughs> Richard Yvonne. Oh, yes. Oh, that was a great episode. Yeah. Um, but uh, so the window height, super intentional. Also, this thing is littered with windows um, all over the place, I believe. Looking at it, one, two, three, four, five, six windows, and four of them are quite large. Um, and then uh, the, the seat themselves, I think this is something when somebody, when people come up at ice shows, the seats are the thing that I think people get a little weary about sometimes because when you look at the seats, like, ah, what's really going on at that seat? Is that really going to be like a nice, comfy seat? And you go sit on it and you know, it does look a little different. It's not like a traditional like boat seat looking, looking type thing that you might see in some other shelters, but, um, it's specifically designed because if, if, uh, if you look at our brand specifically, so Eskimo is, has a parent company, Artisam. And uh, one of our other brands at Artisam is River's Edge Tree Stands. Um, so we kind of took the technology from tree stand seats where it's, all right, we're going to design something that's meant to be sat in for you know eight hours where you're going to sit in the same seat. Motionless. Motionless. Uh, what was the saying today? Uh, we, we studied the ergonomics of people sitting motionless, staring at the ground for long hours, eight hours at a time. Uh, we're really good at that. <laughs> that sums it up. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Um, so... Um, this seat specifically is designed to be sat in for long periods of time. It's called our tear tough mesh. And uh, if you sit down, you don't get the immediate cushiness of, you know, you sit in like a lazy boy recliner or something. You're not going to get that. But what you are going to get is, you know, on hour five, your legs are not going to be asleep. That's right. And they're very durable. Um, and they have worked amazingly and work great through weather in our tree stands. Um, so really, it was just kind of like, a, well, this is going to work great. In an ice shelter, I mean, you're sitting there for a long period of time. You think about hunting, you're sitting in a tree stand for, you know, hours on end. It's really a no-brainer. So Really? Yeah, it's it's just a little bit of a different approach to it, but um, it was there was thought behind it because um, I think some people see it and are just a little confused by it at first. That's a great, great point. I have always found them to be very comfortable uh, spending, you know, sun up to sundown and beyond on the ice numerous, numerous times during the course of the season. Um, and I'm, and I'm a big guy, right? So the, the whole thing about, you know, it fitting you and not your legs, not falling asleep. I mean, that's a real thing, right? That's a, that's a real thing. And the more comfortable you are, we say it about apparel. We say it about so many different things in so many of our outdoor passions. If you're comfortable, if you're not distracted by the elements, you're focusing on what you're there to do, which is enjoying the ice, but you're enjoying it because you're focusing on fishing you're not thinking and worrying about being cold or uncomfortable. Right. You nailed it right on the head there, Kyle. I think one of the things, this goes back to the initial part of all of these products are there to make ice fishing part of your day better. 
make you know part of you you can go out there in a bucket you don't need the tear tough mesh you don't need the escape 2000 to go out there and have an amazing day on the ice it's just i think the way that we approach it is we, we try to make ice fishing more enjoyable for people and you know these different products there's a lot of thought that's gone into them um to hopefully accomplish that so yeah i'm, I'm excited about the escape 2000s it's, it's not like you know the big shelter that we're coming out where it's like this huge shelter and it's like the you know big flashy thing but it's it's kind of the in-between size that i think fits in a unique a unique spot the right fit for the right size yeah absolutely so i know we talked about gloves and mitts are you a bench or are you a, a seat guy in your shack well this is a this is a hot pro staff topic it, w- it was a little <laughs> it was a little heated when we were having this discussion yeah i i love um the chairs and the versus seats um themselves because you know you get the you can slide them back and forth forward and backward you get the swivel on it um i also like the uh, in the 2600 and the 2800 you can fold a seat up if you want if you're using one of those by yourself um and you can just have a whole mess of gear next to you in the sled or maybe you can put a bucket there or you can do all sorts of different things uh, folding that up. Or I've even seen people ice camp in those things where they'll fold the seat up and they'll put a cot there. Even. Right, inside yeah. of the sled. Right, yeah, that's even a thing now. Um, so that's an advantage to um, the Versa seats. But a lot of the guys were pro bench. Are you, were you guys bench guys or Versa seat guys? I'm a seat guy. I, I like, to your point, being able to move forward and back depending on where you drill your holes. Because not every time do you get it exactly where you need to be when you're sitting on a bench, but – you're in the Versa seat, you can slide forward or scoot back a little bit, and it's always right there. And I think not only just raising the seat out of the way if you have two seats in your shack, but being able to take one out. I know a lot yeah. of times I'll take one out to save on the weight, give me more room to pack gear, and to your point, ice camping. I mean, the more room you have for gear and the less weight you have, no sense needing that extra seat if you don't want to bring it with. I'm going to say, and I'm not just going to say this because this is the way it is, but I truly believe that the – the mark was hit in both the 2000 and 2400 and the 26 and 2800 for me, because when I say that the, tw- the 2000 and 2400 to me are the ultimate, like probably shacks I'm going to fish in alone. Yep. More than likely the bench seats a little bit bigger. I'm a bigger guy. It just, the comfort level of the seat itself, I think is, is there plus the versatility of being able to bring someone else along. But if I want to hit Lake of the Woods, Mille Lacs, Winnipeg, any of these big, big bodies of water, I'm going to want that 26 or 2800 size simply because of the gear I'm bringing along and probably because I'm going to have someone else with me. Very, very often I'll have someone else with me. And just the ability to have independent seats when you have two people on a, you know, if that's your regular mode of fishing, two people, it's great to have each person with their individual seat. You have the little table in between. I just think that works better that way. Right. Yeah, and there's pros and cons to both. Right. Uh, and one thing, actually, Mandy talked about this. One of uh, our pro staffers talked about this today where, you know, she's tiny. She sits on the bench seat, and she has, like, the whole bench to set stuff on. Like, she can set rods over here. She's got a jig box over here. Um, so there's advantages to both, I think. The Escape 2000 itself, again, does have the the bench seat. Um so, yeah, it's kind of two different takes on it. And, I, again, I, th- I think there's camps that people sit in at that, and there's a shack for everybody. So That's the key, right? It's, it's finding the right one for what you do, how you fish, and how you like to enjoy the ice. And, you know, we've talked about flip shacks. For some people, enjoying the ice means, you know, I want to throw a pop-up into the back of my car mm-hmm. or SUV or truck 
and I want to hit the ice and and not worry about that the flip design. I'm I'm maybe more comfortable or if I have a family and I don't want need to worry about seating, maybe a, a, a pop-up's gonna be the way to go. And we've got a couple new pop-up shelters in the lineup for this year. I think our two I'm a little biased here. I think there are best looking pop-ups that we're coming out with this year. Um, so there's two um, that we're coming out with. One of them is the Outbreak 650 Limited. So this is one of our most popular shelters. Um, it's uh, a shack that I fish out of probably the most. Um, and uh, when I got this shelter out on the ice for the first time last year, again, I do a lot of the content. So I was, you know, taking some of the, doing some of the photo shoots with this. And um, I think this is our best looking shack. It's it's sharp. We're looking at a picture of it right now. You guys saw it today, and um, it's uh, there. The, we we do the limited shelters like we've done a quick fish. Uh, we had the four fifty in the limited sixtieth edition um, from Eskimo, but the six fifty extremely popular shelter. You can fit you know many people in this. We say five to seven, but like if you're going out there with three people and you want to fish, awesome, comfortable day. The 650 is pretty phenomenal. It's an awesome shack. And let's just, for our listeners, let's just talk about that. Because the 650 XD is not a new shack in of itself in the lineup. No. This has been in existence for a couple of years. It's it's really proven itself as an incredibly versatile, portable hub shelter. But, Matt, what does it mean when we talk about the 650 XD Limited? What is the limited edition shelter for 2023-24? What does that mean? So um, you can go look this up on GetEskimo.com if you want to see pictures of it too. But uh, the whole thing is outfitted with a retro logo and buffalo plaid on the Storm Shield fabric on the outside. And it is sharp. And uh, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, they're just doing a different color. See this thing. Go look at pictures of this thing. You see this thing on the ice, it pops. And um, I I was, because I was kind of thinking that's like, okay, let's go get some photos of this this new outbreak. I love the 650, but it's like, okay, we we got a different colorway in this. Like, well, this is our best look at Shaq. And uh, I'm really excited. I'm going to fish out of this one this year. I'm going to get one of these. And um, I'm super excited about this one. It's a great ice camping shelter, too. Uh, throw a couple cots in there. You know, it's it's a unique shape. It's not like the square, like the 450, but you've got the no-trip door on there. And uh, it's my favorite. Uh, personally, it's my favorite bring-the-wife-along shelter because you've got, like, you can spread out and do the whole, the, like, you know, you can put a table in there if you want yep. to. You can do some cooking in there if you want to. Your whole arrangement is kind of whatever you want it to be if it's only a few people or you can fish five people out of there still pretty comfortably. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very versatile shack, and to Kyle's point, ice camping's become really popular. I know for the ice campers out there, this is probably the perfect shack for that. I know we make a few bigger shacks, but this one, you don't need to have multiple heaters. you got great configuration for space, and it's really just user-friendly when it comes to how much space you have and ultimately with the the outbreak series is the the no trip doors i mean you can't get any better than that you can't get any better than that the no trip door is awesome and uh yeah that you know you you say there's bigger shelters but in my mind having fished out of almost every single model in the lineup the 650 tends to be the most easily configured for many different size groups right you talk about bringing your wife out there but you can also bring four of your buddies and fish you know five of you in there and quite honestly you can do it without a whole lot of cramming people in a hundred percent i totally agree you know you're, you're talking 94 feet square feet of fishable area in this shelter and the other thing kyle i mean we're both kind of tall guys 
84 inches tall in the middle. I could stand up in this thing. I like that. Yeah. I, I like, like that a lot. I mean, it makes, it does make a difference. Limited. So the Outbreak 650 Limited means it's a buffalo plaid design. It's a sharp looking shelter, but it is limited, right? right. This is a one year run. So after this year, the 650 Limited, 650 XD Limited is no longer available. Correct. Um, so we only make so many of these. And um, in, in the past and the other shelters we've done, they've been quite popular. And this is actually the most popular shelter we've done it with. The Outbreak 450 uh, XD was a very popular one, but actually the 650 is a more popular shack, it, even sales-wise. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this this uh, this one. It, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, I can't wait to get uh, out on the ice and actually fish with this thing because I just think it's, it's an awesome shelter. And um, I mean, it's not a, the 650 isn't new, like you said, but I think, uh, I think it's one of the best shelters, uh, to fish out of the most versatile. I mean, it is, what is it? 53, uh, 52 pounds. Um, so not the lightest shack, but manageable, extremely, you can, if like, I can put it back in the bag by myself. Also, this is one other topic that we don't need to deep dive here, but, um, so we just did a video, uh, for go check out on the Eskimo YouTube channel. Um, there is a proper technique to put an outbreak shelter back in the bag. And it involves, um, our shelter engineer, Trevor, did this. So if you go watch the video, it's actually the guy that designed the shelter that made is in the video. Um, if you fold all of the fabric to one side, once you collapse the hubs together, so it kind of looks like all triangles on one side, if that makes any sense. Yep. You can kind of roll it up. And if you get that strap around there, it is so easy to put back in the bag. It's unbelievable how much of a difference the proper technique makes. And it's something that I wouldn't have even thought of, but... Trevor, the guy that designed the shelter, had a specific technique that makes it a lot easier. So that's just a side note. We don't have to deep dive that, but yeah. No, but I'm going to check the video out because I want to see it. Because like you said, he's the guy who designed it. Speaking of the guy who designed it, he designed our next shelter, right? On, on right. That we're going to talk about here, the other new one we've got set up for the year, which is I think a super cool concept for uh, a portable ice shelter. Matt, you get, go ahead and explain what we've got here. So this is the Outbreak 450 XD blackout this one is going to be online only you're not going to see this one in retail stores um, you can go on our website and check this one out we have a video on this one as well um, so it's the outbreak 450 not necessarily a new size of shelter but the blackout has a couple new features so the exterior is going to be black and uh so the interior of all the rest of our standard outbreak shelters is gray um and and that's intentional because you know, it helps make make things pop it brightens up the interior a little bit when you're fishing especially when you're on ice and it's reflecting light but uh the blackout is completely blacked out. It's all black on the inside, um, and it's designed, you know, spear fishing, sight fishing, you know, your shallow water, clear water. Um, it, it, uh, so just seeing this thing in person last year, it's like almost a window when you're out there. You can totally black out everything around you. The other unique feature about the, the blackout is it does have zippered windows, uh, whereas the other outbreak shelters, it's got, you know, the Velcro flap right. that goes uh, up and down, which, which works great. But when you want to really eliminate all of that light penetration coming into the shack and you can zip everything up tight, everything's blacked out, it's pretty cool to see uh, Justin have a, a pop-up hub-style shelter that operates as a sight fishing house, uh, you know, and completely blocks out all the light. It's a cool shelter. And I know you said that the the 650 Limited was a sharp shack. This one looks pretty sharp to me as well. I mean, the black and the red, it just pops, and it looks really cool. And to your point, you're going to be able to to sight fish, and I know it's gaining popularity and uh, be able to enjoy that. And the spear fishermen as well, they're going to like this shack. 
uh, we, we even had somebody say, and, and this is a different take, right? Because everybody uses these shelters in their own way, in their own style. We even had some somebody say, well, if you can black it out and darken it out inside, it's great for ice camping because, hey, if I'm out on the ice and I'm spending the entire weekend, maybe I want to get a, a nap in during the day, right? <laughs> because I want to be in the, the primetime night bite. That's an awesome point. It's a great take on it. Yeah, I mean, it's not something that I'll just totally transparent. It's not something we thought about in the design process. Okay, like we want to take a nap or we don't want to be woken up by the sunrise, but that's definitely the case. That is Especially if you put down, a lot of people are doing like the foam floor mats right now. Right. You put those down in this shelter, you're going to have zero light penetration in this thing. You could sit out there and not know if it's day or night. You may not come out until next Tuesday. Right, yeah. (laughs) So No, in all seriousness, I mean, I know a lot of uh, friends that, love to spearfish. They don't do it every time they go on the ice, but they love to do it on occasion. Um, and they're going to be just chomping at the bit to get this one in their arsenal. It, it's a unique shelter. It's something we, I mean, you can sight fish out of our other outbreak shelters. Certainly. But I think this one kind of takes it to the next level. And again, this goes back to the whole point of you can go out and ice fish. You don't, you don't necessarily need to have all these different gadgets. It's just now you have an option. Yeah. There's, there's something out there for somebody who wants to do this. So it, it's exciting. It's very cool. I am, I'm, I'm never, ever, you know, the innovation, the ideas, the willingness to try new ideas in, in these shelters and different ice fishing products is so cool. And, and I just love, love this time of the year, um, not just the anticipation of actually getting out and fishing, but seeing what these new products are that are coming out. And we're not done. We are not done. We've got some fun ones yet to go. You could argue it gets even it, it gets we're better. only going better here. It so. gets better. <laughs> yeah. Should we dive into the accessories Let's here? Let's do it. So this is like the number one question when you're at like say the St. Paul Ice Show or any other ones. Uh, we were up in Duluth or Fargo or uh, this year in Oshkosh. Um, what, okay, I have an Eskimo shelter. What, what accessories do you have? We've got some pretty cool accessories coming out this season. Um, it, flagship here really by the eHub system. We're not necessarily reinventing the wheel with this, but what we are, no pun intended, there is a rattle wheel, but it's a little bit different than some of the other things you've seen. So um, the eHub system is a base plate and a uh, basically clipping mechanism that goes on the existing nut and bolt on a hub is what it's designed to do. You can also take self-tapping screws, put it on a flip over wheelhouse, whatever you want to do. Um, but with these e-hubs, you can lock it into place and it's got a little tab on the back. So say you're walking by and it's a rattle reel coming off your hub and it's, it's locked in there. You're not going to bump that thing out of place. Um, there is a phone holder, a rod holder, a rattle reel, my personal favorite, the table. Mine too. Yes. And, uh, also a camera mount for those that like to film while they're fishing. You can mount, uh, like a, an underwater camera. It's got a quarter 20 screw on it, um, to mount like a, an action camera, GoPro type style thing. And uh, whatever really that'll fit on there um, on a flex arm, it'll hold. But uh, my personal favorite, like I said, is going to be the table to be able to put. It's got uh, a phone tray on the front. So I don't know about you guys. I like to watch football while I'm ice fishing. You know, we get into December, and that's like kind of prime football season. Absolutely <laughs> is. <laughs> so I, lo- I love doing stuff like that. Or if you want to watch uh, YouTube fishing vo- videos while you're out there, uh there's that coming off the front. There's also a uh, beverage holder and a little gear tray in there as well that comes on the table. What impresses me about that is the stability, right? Yeah. I, I, honestly, you could you can put a can of soda in there. You can put your phone on there. You can put a, a couple of extra jigs on there. It doesn't 
Like it, it doesn't get tippy. It doesn't get um, sloppy. It's it's solid, and I think that's the coolest part about it. it. Or to me, what was cool because I didn't expect it to be that sturdy and that you know that solid of a platform. Yeah, and the other thing with the table, um, so in in one way we've talked about this internally is maybe we solved the problem that we created with the, with the flip over shelter. So there's two different variations of how you mount this eHub table. It comes with a 15 degree adapter or just a standard like straight 90 degrees um, to go like on the side of a sled or something, you would want it to be that way. But if you look at the outbreak shelters, they are flared out the walls themselves um, at somewhat of an angle. So if you just mounted this straight to a hub, it would actually be angled slightly down. So what we did is included a, an adapter um, that you can have on the table if you so choose um, to go on the inside of the hub there and stay level while it's in the shelter. Again, solving a problem we created. <laughs> but uh, it but you've had the ability to see that that was a concern uh, as far as the versatility of it, right? And, and Right, and just to avoid any confusion if, if anybody goes out and, and is looking at the eHub table, well, what, are all, what are all these little pieces that come with it? It's like, well, these are for different things, different applications, um, however you want to use it, so. And I think it's a great ad addition to the lineup for those people that are ice camping, you know, spending a lot of time in their hubs. It's just going to be one of those great things that's available to, to go with your Eskimo shack. Now you got the Eskimo accessories. Right. And, and the, the phone holder too, the rod holder as well. I mean, those kind of speak for themselves. Right. But uh, yeah, it's, it's just stuff space is what it is. We need more stuff space, stuff holders. We have more stuff holders now. You guys know this about me, but I'm kind of, you know, I, I'm kind of peculiar about wanting to keep things organized and I want everything to have its place and be in its place, right? I, I, I get, um, I don't enjoy the experience as much when, when they, I've got ice rods laying on the, on the ice and I'm having to step over them or worried about it or, or a phone sitting down there, whatever it is, right? And this just kind of answers the, um, the solution to that problem. Matt, just confirm, you know, this eHub base, right? The, the piece that actually goes onto the hub uh, is that something we got to take on and off every time, or does that you put it on there once and it's on there for good and it stays there? Yeah, you won't even notice it. Um, you screw that onto the existing uh, nut and bolt. You don't need any. Well, you're going to need maybe a socket set or a crescent wrench or something, but um, you just get it on there and you're not probably ever going to think about it ever again. You can take your hub up and down, um, and uh, it's not going anywhere. And then it's it's one of those things you just click it right into place, and uh, your accessories there, whether it's the rattle reel. Uh, which, you know, designing the rattle reel, our engineers, there's actually a surprising amount that goes into, okay, we have to make this loud when it turns. Um, so they've put on like a special aluminum plate and put in special things on the inside that they thought would be the loudest. And um, it's, a, it's a unique product that, uh, you know, it's just unique challenges that you, you come across when you are going through some of these products. And uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun, I think, to be able to have an expanded line of accessories now. And uh, we, there's even more here as, as we're going through them. So I said it all the time to my kids and they, they wanted to probably uh, smack me. Details matter. Yeah. Details matter. And the sound chamber, the e-hub base, I mean, all the little, the little adapter there for the angle, all those little details were thought out, which I, I appreciate myself. That's the kind of personality I am. I appreciate that that's all there and, and thought out. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be good. And, and I think the cool part about the eHub system itself is it leaves a lot of room for expansion in the future as well. And uh, if, uh, if you're listen listening to the podcast, if you're listening to an ice fishing prod podcast, you're probably pretty into ice fishing. And uh, 
if, if you have any ideas, we'd love to hear them. If there's an accessory, oh, I need this for my shelter. We'd, we'd love to hear it from you and uh, expand this line out in the future because I think there's a lot of room to grow with this. We're just getting started with this eHub system, and uh, yeah, we're pretty excited about it. So It's exciting, but I know we've got more exciting stuff coming. Oh, yes. Maybe, maybe we even may, might have saved the best for last. I don't know. Well, before we get to the, the real, real big one, um, there is one more thing I just want to touch on real quick. There is a shelter seat organizer and a gear net. That this is mostly geared towards flip-over shelters. Uh, you can put the gear net organizer in a uh, hub shack as well, but this was kind of s- come out of the idea of, you know, when you're fishing in the summertime, you can keep everything in your boat, and, you know, you just kind of have a little spot for it. Right. The shelter seat back organizer. Okay, now you got a spot for stuff in your shelter. You can zip it up. You can have it in there and come back to it next time. Well, it's utilizing all the space. Yes. Right? It's yep. just an extra spot that you're not utilizing. Let's put something there that's useful. This is one of those where, um, you know, I said we have those tinker type guys. This is one of those things. Okay, we got to make the most of the back of this seat. Okay, here's a spot where we can put something. And the guys, whoever's the anglers can, uh, you know, get some use out of this. And, uh, yeah, I'd, I'm, I'm excited about this one. It's, you know, it's a, it's a small accessory, but it's, it's uh, useful is, is all it is. So. Details matter, man. They yep. really do. <laughs> and okay, every little sorry. bit of organization. I'm holding up the show here. We got another thing to get to. And I, I'm assuming that everyone is listening is probably wants to hear about this next thing. So Yeah, I think so as well. Anthony? Well, I'm really excited for this. I'm one of those guys that comes from the, the Ion side, and I've been using the Ion for a long time. But now there's an Eskimo Electric, the E40. Matt, yes. tell us about it. The E40, this is a long, long project in the making. Um, if, uh, if, you, if anybody's familiar with Eskimo, um, it's a company that goes all the way back to 1960 that was founded on an electric auger. The first ever power auger that Eskimo made was electric way back in 1960, hooked up to a car battery. And weighed how much? We, I don't even know. Well, I think it was like 50 or Enough 52 pounds. Enough that you could work out with it. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Um, if you ever get the chance, um, if you come to Eskimo headquarters in Cumberland, Wisconsin, we have a little, um, customer service center that essentially serves as like a little store pro shop. You can come, we have actually a lot of great deals down there too, but, uh, we do have that original ice auger. If you want to come see that sometime, um, it is really cool. We did some videos. You can check out uh, our social media channels. We did drill with it this past season. It is a monster. Um, it was super fun um, uh, to get out there and use that auger. But uh, anyway, so it, this is kind of going back to the roots. We shaved off a few pounds. A few. <laughs> this is the lightest lith- full lithium auger out there right now. It weighs the 8-inch composite version of the E40 is under 14 pounds, which if you take, for example, um, a pistol bit, which weighs about four pounds, and you put uh, a drill with, you know, one of the large, I don't know what it is, nine or 12 amp hour batteries. I right. don't know how big they get. I mean, it's about the same weight um, as that. And I mean, those augers are light. Um, so this thing is light. And the other thing that um, I think is so impressive about this auger itself is, well, there's a, a few things, but having 40 volts really when in the design process, we really felt that it was important that this auger was 40 volts to be the most versatile it can be in any ice thickness in any condition to be able to have the full power to power through something um any any of the ice that that you're dealing with um that was a big thing that especially goes with the the turbo cutting system those multi-edge blades that are really eaten fast um this thing is kind of the complete package of everything you need it to be and nothing it's not like 
the the idea behind this going into designing this auger was everything we need in an auger and nothing we don't. Yep. We took everything out. We shaved all the weight off possible. And uh, it's got all the bells and whistles you would expect, you know, the variable speed trigger, the LED drilling light, stuff like that. Um, but uh, it's coming in at a super competitive price point uh, with this auger. And um, I'm, I'm not sure, depending on the retailer, you go look at what the prices are. So I don't want to dive into that specifically. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it was quite the project. Our engineers are super, super proud of it. And uh, we hope that uh, it makes a difference for people when they're out fishing. I think um, when I talk to people today, even on our own pro staff, one of the things that people talked about, okay, what's the biggest advancement in ice fishing gear? You know, we talk about all this ice fishing gear, such a gear oriented sport and really the power ice auger changed the entire industry, changed the way people fish to not have to, you know, there is a barrier in ice fishing to get through the ice. And uh, when you can make that the easiest part of your day, and you can have a smooth drilling experience. You can have enough battery to drill a ton of holes and um, or even come with a multiple batteries, even if you want. Um, it's just it's just going to again, it's, it's one of those products that's going to make your life easier. And that's kind of what this is about. So I would argue that uh, through this technology and advancement, we've we've made drilling fun again. I yes. mean, <laughs> there's been times where it's like you want to go whole hop, but you're kind of a little lazy and you don't want to go pick up your big auger and go whole hop. But now with something this light, I mean, you can go up, pop six, eight holes like nothing and you're not exhausted. You're not tired. It takes very little effort. And, and I think to your point, too, it, you know, it, it cuts. It's got a new cutting system, smooth cutting, you know, very little resistance. And I think that's going to be the thing that surprises people the most. And we can't. We can't overemphasize this, and I think it's it's really the key to what the E40 is and, and where its success is going to come from is the fact that you've shaved down weight. And let's yeah. be honest, the modern lithium-ion auger is, that technology is, what, 10, 12 years old, right. okay? And so advancements were big early on in that that decade, right? But lately, to, to gain an advantage you're splitting hairs and it's a lot more work to, to gain advantage in the technology, right? It's just the way it is. And you've shaved weight. You're down under 14 pounds, but yet you have a full power 40 volt system. You're not compromising anything right. on power and performance to get the lightweight attributes. Yep. Which is awesome. And that's the whole thing. It's everything it needs to be and nothing it doesn't. You know, that that type of philosophy. I don't know if that makes any sense. But uh, it was kind of the idea that, that was thrown around in a lot of, you know, the product development meetings. It's like, okay, you know, that's kind of how ice fishermen are. Like, okay, let's take everything we need and nothing we don't because we already have too much gear. We already have too much. <laughs> right. And, and just to be clear, too, the 8-inch composite is uh, under 14 pounds. Of course, there's a steel uh, model as well that weighs a little bit more. It's going to be um, a little bit cheaper. Um not in it. It's the same power at it. Just for uh, that's a price point. Um, but uh, the ten inch is also extremely light, um, and it's it's one of those things where I think when I thought about you know drilling ten inch holes, you know even ten years ago, it's okay. We got to bring this big auger out, and uh, or we're gonna get after it, and we're gonna feel it tomorrow drilling with all these this ten inch auger. And it's you know it's a heavy auger, it's a big auger, but you're drilling with big holes. And now you look at this package with the ten inch E forty. And 
it's basically it, it slightly heavier than the eight inch composite, but not by much, like no. less than a pound. We're talking like you're not going to notice it when you're carrying around. You're going to more notice the size of the bit, if anything else, not the weight. Um, and it's it's quite the unit. It, it definitely I will say I ran around um, on a fishing trip with this auger last season and with the 10 inch auger specifically chasing lake trout and just to be able to not even think about drilling the hole it's like okay we need to go to this fishing spot and now I'm completely just thinking about fishing and I have like almost taken something where it's like the biggest obstacle of what we're doing is getting through the ice completely out of the equation and made it like Anthony to your point kind of made it fun like I actually kind of enjoyed using it um so I it's a super exciting product again long project our engineers have a lot of hours into this project and uh I, I think uh, it came out pretty awesome. Anthony, here's a question for you and, and for you, Matt, too. But um, and, and deep diving on this is for another day, but are you an 8 or a 10-inch person? I'm an 8-inch guy 95% of the time. To Matt's point, big pike, lake trout, then I'm going to bump up to 10-inch, but pretty much everything else is 8-inch. Matt? I think it depends. I think uh, all my life I've kind of been an 8-inch guy for how I just laid that out. It's like 10-inch auger was kind of, you know, a, you're, you're taking a big piece of equipment out there, and now it's just not the case, even though it's the same size hole, which, you know, I, it doesn't make any sense, but if you use this auger, it does. Um, I would say I'm becoming more of a 10-inch auger guy because of that. Um, I I think I'm probably going to run the 8-inch version um, this season because, I mean, if you're chasing – crappies around a basin or something you just don't need a 10 inch auger you don't need it right um but for everything else i mean if i'm setting uh set lines tip up side fish pros whatever it may be for walleyes even for walleyes i'm probably using a 10 inch auger now especially um so yeah i'm kind of somewhere in between i would say i'm drifting towards being a 10 inch guy though Perfect. It's perfect. I, I love how eskimo has taken the design of this brand new e40 auger with all of the the latest and greatest modern technology, but they've paid homage to that original auger because if you look at the two side by side, there's a lot of similarities, aren't there? there Just are. in the look and feel. It's an industrial look and feel. It's a really sharp looking auger. I think it is at least. Um, and almost people um, today, their reaction to it when we were talking about it with the pro staff, it almost you pick it up and it kind of feels like a tool. Almost. Did you guys get yeah, that? Yeah, like feel? a power yes. tool. Absolutely. Yeah, like you feel like you're picking up a drill. Like, well, it is kind of a drill. But uh, it uh, it's an ice auger and it and it feels like it's it's a tool. It's accomplishing a task and uh, yeah. Again, full power is is kind of the deal with it. The versatility in it and uh, look, it's an extremely complex product. There's a lot that goes into designing one of these things. That goes way over my head. I'm not nearly smart enough to work on one of these things. That does an incredibly simple task. We need to cut a hole in the ice and uh, Eskimo's been doing that since 1960 and uh, I think from where we were then to now, it's just incredible to think about the progress that's been made. And this, this now that kind of feels like a culmination, um, into this. And, uh, it's definitely, uh, you know, and just talking to people, I think a lot of the conversation in fishing right now is around forward facing sonar. I mean, there's no question that that has completely revolutionized fishing and changed the way people fish. But when you think about what has changed ice fishing specifically, I think, Right up there is the lithium ice auger and being able to, you know, make fishing about fishing and not about the work that you have to do to get there. Right. 
and and really being able to to streamline your entire day and and make it more fun. So it, it's it's going to be exciting. Again, I, I just want to preface all this. It, it, like I said at the beginning of the episode, you, do you need any of this gear to go out and have an awesome time ice fishing? No, but a tool like this is going to make your day a, a lot easier. It just is, um, it, and it, and it's 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 exciting for us. So it's cool stuff. It's always fun to see the new products come out year in and year out. Uh, Eskimo continues to to innovate and and be a leader in that area. Matt, if folks listening to the podcast, if they don't know, if they've not been out to the Eskimo website, give them that website address. GetEskimo.com. Um, it's uh, redesigned a little bit this year. Uh, if you want to go check out these augers, I mean, we've got some videos on all this stuff. You can check out our social media. Um, on fa- We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're now on TikTok. So if you're on cool. TikTok, we're on TikTok. We're on Threads. Um, it's this whole new world out there. But uh, it's... Uh, it's it's uh it's a great time to be an ice fisherman i think there's a lot of products out there that are are just making it even better every year well and just when we think that it can't get any better they come up with something new and it does and it it surprises us all and we're really excited to be able to to be on the forefront of that and be able to to make things easier and enjoy ice fishing that much more i'm curious i i feel like i'm so close to this where i you know i've been working on this auger behind the scenes for a while and it's just the nature of it but what was your impression of, of this auger today? I mean, it's it's one of those things where when, when you're so close to it, it's, it's just a, a project you become close to, gathering content towards. What did you guys think of this auger today? I know for myself personally, I, I didn't think, again, to the point of you can't really make things better, but this one really did that. It cut the weight, still get the full 40 volts, and you're just making those incremental changes to make things better. You know... I'm going to, I'm going to just be honest. And I had the opportunity to cut with it last year. Um, I saw it as a prototype and the one word I can think about how it cuts is easy and enjoyable. And it's the truth. It cuts so easy. It's so smooth. It breaks through so smooth. It's so light. It just makes it easy. I, this is an auger I handed to my wife last year, and she was actually excited to use it. And she doesn't love to go fishing, which that's a whole other thing. But she's like, oh, I'll go drill with that auger, um, which was which was fun. So anyways, I was just curious what your thoughts were because, uh, again, it's it's just been an, a super exciting project for all of us here. So, Well, Matt, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Again, to anybody that's listening, if you haven't seen these new products yet, go out to the website, go out to social media, like Matt said, check out all the videos there's going to be a lot of great things to come from the Eskimo lineup, and we'd love to hear your feedback. I know Matt dropped that in there too, but if there's something you're looking for, I mean, send us a message. We'll get it over to the, the brains behind the operation and the, the gearheads in the back shop because they're always looking for ideas and things to tinker on, and I know everybody's life uh, gets a little bit easier when they come up with a new great product like this. So, again, Matt, thanks for joining us on the podcast, and everyone, until we get to talk to you again next time, uh, enjoy it, and we'll see you soon. Thank you.